everybody, and welcome to an episode of Board Shenanigans To Go. That's right, your fast food, greasy burger alternative to your normally scheduled board shenanigans. As always, I am joined by a member of the clergy. So everybody, say hello to Brent. Hello, everybody. And not only am I joined by a member of the clergy, I am also joined by, prof- prof- I guess, professional wrestler in his off time? Um... What? Weekend warrior, How? I think, is what they would probably call me. Um, okay, a, a, a literal weekend warrior. That's right. Brent, Brent Blasting Game could kick all of our asses, whether it's in Kefebe or not. Um, now, how long? How long would you say you've been you've been doing pro wrestling on the weekends? Well, I started training whenever I was eighteen, about to turn nineteen. I'm twenty seven now, so uh, it's it's going on eight nine years right now. And I, I feel that what we're about to talk about, I, I could get no other expert considering this is what he does almost every weekend. This is something that I, I actually have wanted to know for quite some time from Brent. So, breaking news on Board Shenanigans to Go. For those unfamiliar, CM Punk was a top, top tier, high level professional wrestler. He left in 2012. I think it was a uh, 2013. Okay, so he le- but anyway, very very high up in the company, um, and he had various grievances, and he he left. He walked out on his contract. Um, uh, he was fired. He didn't walk out on his contract. He went home one day because he was sick, injured, tired of dealing with it, and he just told him, "I'm going home." They suspended him, and then on his wedding day, they fired him. Right. So th- there was some dirty corporate pool that played, but essentially what happened, like that, that's essentially the, the thing with CM Punk. Now, he's a pretty hot topic as far as in the Twitterverse, and which I can't believe I just used that word, but I did, um, in, in, in that world, and then also like on other social media sites. There's a lot... Um, because you know he he left and no one he didn't really tell anybody why. Then six months after the fact, after all the fans really wanted, it was a uh, it was like almost ten or eleven months. It was it was shortly after his contract had been officially up and the lawsuit had been settled because there was a lawsuit off of it. Anyway, so after a period of time that Brent can only minorly correct me on. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, one one of the other pro wrestlers that he's very very good friends with, who's huge on the indie scene. Um, he does a very popular podcast called Col- uh, Colt Cabana's what Radio Wrestling. Road it's Show? the Art of Wrestling. Oh, okay. The Art of Wrestling with your host Colt Cabana. Yeah, from his from his you know studio apartment. Uh, from his studio apartment. Uh, but <laughs> where CM Punk used to live with him. But anyway, so he, you know, he has a, and it's 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 a good show. Want to want to hear some fun shit about wrestling? Art wrestling podcast. It's pretty it's pretty good. Um, but it's it's very popular amongst people that you know like the wrestling. So anyway, he came on there and he laid it out. He aired all of his grievances and why he left and the reason the reason that the reasons that he did that. I think it's episode like two thirty six. I guarantee you, a Google search will, will you know find it for you if you want to hear it. Um, but and I hear Brent clicking. He'll correct me in a second. Uh, but anyway, 
Um, so that that's that's kind of the deal the deal with CM Punk, and then then later later on two twenty six. Okay. Um, so later on, he announced that he was actually going to train and be in UFC. He's yet to have his debut match, and there's a lot of anticipation about it. I think people that are a lot of the bigger UFC fans want to see him get his ass kicked. You know, there's pro wrestling fans that resent him for just leaving. There's ones who there's ones who support him for leaving for why he did. Blah da 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 da. So. Brent, what is your opinion of CM Punk? Where, how do you feel about it? Okay, the thing that I can actually say that I, I do believe a lot of his grievances were correct. And one of the biggest ways you can tell right now is look at who they're pushing. They're trying to push Roman Reigns, a new guy who has the look. But he has no personality, no charisma. He's, he's essentially a body, and WWE is trying to push him and script him and make people like him. But it doesn't work that way. People will like you whenever they believe in you. There's no reason to believe in him. He he has his catchphrase is believe that. It well, I can't believe that. Like it, it's bullshit. But CM Punk was saying how they had a fet, pretty much a fetish with the uh, big body uh, builders and how every how he was being held back because of his size because. He shouldn't have been in the ring with people the size of Roman Reigns, Triple H, anything like that, because no one would believe that they could beat them. But the problem with it is I could believe it. Everyone could believe it because CM Punk was a damn fine wrestler. He was a damn good wrestler that people liked. And every time, like, he was the only person in, I think, the past 10 years to ever top John Cena in merchandise sales. And John Cena his merchandise sales they are not small. He to beat his re- record sales because he is huge with the kids is a huge feat. And CM Punk wasn't huge with kids. He was huge with adults. So he did it off of a much smaller base uh of people who buy stuff. Um but he was the only person to ever do that. And it looked like he was the top face. Everyone loved him. The crowd was behind him. He was getting cheers every night. He made every single show. He was the workhorse and he was a fucking amazing person. And Vince McMahon says, you know what? I need you to be a bad guy. I need you to quit being a good guy because, you know, I need you to feud with these other people who I'm trying to get over. So I'm... I'm going to have you be a bad guy now. And CM Punk's like, are you fucking kidding? Okay, fine. So his, of course, his merchandise starts dropping in sales because, well, Vince McMahon wanted him to uh, to go out and be the bad guy. Well, then he does this, he does the bad guy, and you know what? He does so fucking good at it that it makes people who don't want to believe, or who know that it's fake, still not like him. He does that good of a fucking job. People start hating him. And he is amazing at it. And his biggest grievance was he was the top star of the company. One of the top stars of the company. And they never let him have the main event of WrestleMania. John Cena and The Rock main evented the WrestleMania where he was the world heavyweight champion. Um, and as far as I remember, the, the, match stip- or the stipulation for the Royal Rumble is you were the main event of WrestleMania. Well, he was in the main event, but... It was a co-main event, 
but The Rock and John Cena were the real main event. It, it'd be like saying, oh, well, we're going to give you dessert, but, you know, we're going to give you this little piece of pie, but, you know, the guy next to you is going to get a cake. That's the kind of, that's what I would compare the difference between those two. are. You, it's a consolation prize. Yeah, you got a piece of pie, but you didn't get the cake. Um, and then the next year, Punk drops the title to a main or to a part-time wrestler in um, The Rock. The Rock when goes on to wrestle John Cena at WrestleMania uh, for the title, loses to Cena and leaves. Okay, so CM Punk just lost, and there's nothing he could really do about it. He's not going to be in the main event yet again. Well, then he has a match with Undertaker. Um, and by far, that was the best match of the night and should have went on last. And everyone says it should have went on last because you could not follow that match. It was that damn good of a match. And they turn around and say, you know what? Uh, that, that that should have gone on last. You're right, uh, Punk. It, it should have gone on last. And then they didn't pay him like it should have gone on last. They they paid him less than the, uh, the Rock, John Cena, Undertaker made more money than CM Punk, even though CM Punk was in the same set of matches. And he griped about that. And that was a fair complaint. Like, how are you going to pay The Rock and Undertaker and Cena 5% of the gate when you only pay him 1% of the gate? It's bullshit. And it's it's completely understandable on that. Then the next year, what finally broke him is they decided, oh, we're going to put you in a co-main event with Triple H, and Triple H is going to go over. Oh, and by the way, he's lost to The Rock, to Undertaker, both were part-timers. He lost to Brock Lesnar, who is also a part-timer, who he never got another match with. So he's working day in, day out, and all these other guys are coming in, and just, they get a win in the payday. So there's no reason for him to actually, uh, like, he could have taken the day off and the exact same setup would have happened or the exact same thing would have happened with the other guys they would have won and it would have been over no big deal uh, all while his stock gets but his stock was getting knocked down they were doing everything they could to make his stock lower and lower and lower he kept losing to all these names he lost uh, he just kept constantly losing then finally it was it came Daniel Bryan's time he was he was white hot. The crowd loved him. They tried to crush hit Daniel Bryan, but Daniel Bryan kept coming up, and and he should have been the main event of WrestleMania that year. And at Royal Rumble, he's not even in the Royal Rumble match. So it's, you know what uh, CM Punk decides? Fuck this. You're not even going to push the person. Like, you're bringing back your little bodybuilder best friend, Batista, to go against Randy Orton in the main event and the crowd turned on him the crowd turned on Batista and booed him out of the fucking building that night and CM Punk just he realized what was going on he realized that he was never going to be able to be the top guy because Vince didn't care for him to be the top guy because he wasn't a bodybuilder so he decided if I'm never going to get to do this then they're, they're, that's the only thing left for me to do and they're never going to give it to me so what's the point to keep doing what's the point to continue to do this and once he left like it, now it shows even more that 
exactly what he said is happening in WWE. I I could not be more on the pro CM Punk side than I am. Um, I truly, truly respect him. And I think I respect him more after the walkout than I did before that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was so marked out during the pipe bomb. I cannot even express my level of how excited I was when that happened. And for those of you, I'm going to put it in the the episode link. I I swear to God I'm actually going to do that this time. I'll probably fucking put the Cabana podcast in here too. But CM Punk's pipe bomb was awesome. It was absolutely awesome because he went and said what he wanted to say and what he felt. And for the first time in a long time, wrestling felt, well, I don't know, first time in a long time, but that was one of those moments where wrestling was real again. Was, uh, was oh my god. This You didn't know what was about to happen. I, and whenever he took the title a couple of, like, what was it, a month later, and he, he left the building that night and he quit, uh, well, his contract expired at midnight and he left as the champion... It, it really shook everything to its core. Uh, I, I just... It, that was one of those that, man, I, 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 I think I was already a fan of, but that was... I went to just... I'm a diehard fan of his from that point. And one thing I like about him is he is who he is, he understands his strengths, and he understands his weaknesses, and, okay, I'm an asshole, and I'm kind of moody, and everybody doesn't like me all the time, and that's fine. And, hey... I guess I relate to them because, hey, I'm kind of an asshole, and I'm moody from time to time. And Brent, you're my friend. From you don't, time to time. You don't like me all the time. I understand that. You know, I, it's, it's, it's one of those things that I, I, I enjoy him because he is who he is, and he recognizes his strengths. But I, just the amount of, I don't know, gumption in, you know, hoorah, chutzpah, whatever fucking word you want to say to... To just be like, take this job and shove it. I ain't working here no more. Just to be able to do that and to not only do that, but to do it in a way where you're legitimately you, you've done it. You've done it where yes, your grievances were correct because everybody and, and and you were right. You were completely right. And everybody and you see it with the current state of the product right now. He's he was right. He was and. I think that he's gonna. I think that whenever these, you know, his defamation lawsuit and all that shit winds up, whenever all that winds up, you know, settling, I think it's all gonna be for the better good of of the industry. I really do, um, because you know, people that say people that say what they believe in are not always the popular opinion, and I, I, there's a lot a lot of people that dislike him, and man. I could give a fuck about UFC. I really don't care. I'll watch it for him. I I, I'll, I will watch his debut match. I hope he I hope you, he wins. I hope he does well. I mean, even if you know, even if, there's actually. Did you hear uh, who the who's trying to become his first opponent? The Green Ranger. Jason David Frank. Which yeah, I, would, I think that I would watch in a heartbeat because that'd be awesome. I think that would sell so many tickets. It's not even funny. But. 
I, I, I just, I, I just, I just want to, I just want to see, I just want to see, even if he gets his ass, I mean, if he gets fucking knocked out 10 seconds into it, I mean, the guy did what he wanted, and he lived his life on his terms, and was like, I'm not eating this shit anymore, and I cannot wait until his, you know, until, you know, 20 years from now, his, his, like, all-encompassing autobiography on the things that he's done with himself, with himself comes out. I, I, I don't know that there's... And I'm probably putting him on too much of a pedestal. I probably am. But just there's such so many rare occurrences anymore. And, hey, okay, yeah, it's a guy who's an ex-pro wrestler. Fine. Okay, yeah, you can make that caveat. And sure, whatever. But people look up to pro athletes all the time. I, I just... I, I I don't think that there's enough people who have you know, the right amount of candor and the right amount of, like, backing up what they say and not, you know, not just, not just, you know, oh, this isn't the ideology I talk about. No, they actually, this is what I believe and this is who I am. And these are the things I, these are, these are the things that I respect and mean something to me. And, you know, that, there's just so little of that anymore. And whenever you have somebody that actually does it and is you know, goes and goes and freelances and does what they want to. How can you not want to support that person? I don't care. I don't care. That, you know, people are like, oh, he abandoned us. He didn't abandon shit. He was smart enough to jump off the sinking ship. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's just he he made a lot of money. It wasn't like he walked away from a couple of dollars. He He walked away from millions of dollars. Um, and just said, you know what, it's not worth it anymore. Uh, and to do that for something that you love, you, it, you love doing this. And then all of a sudden it doesn't become fun anymore and not even money could keep him that, that shows how unhappy he truly was. And you cannot fault a man for wanting to be happy. I I agree. I, 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 I truly, truly agree to that. I mean, there, there is, man, there, there's just like so, God, there's like so, so I, like I said, it's so weird to have this kind of like respect for somebody, but I, I, I just, I do. I, I, I think, I think that, I think that he's right and may, I mean, the only other person I can even like semi compare it to is uh you know may, maybe um kind of how how Jim Cornette talks about the industry in that you know I kind of left it to say to preserve myself so yeah it would be like um it'd be like if Johnny Depp was in movies and decided you know what it's it's just not a it's just not good to keep going anymore and decided he needed to retire uh, some something like that. He it was no longer fun for him. He was not like people were starting to book him in more more outrageous uh, acts than he currently is, and he decided, you know what, it's just not fun for me anymore. I want to go do another thing. I want to go become a, a motocross rider. Well, I mean, so and you misspelled agreed twice. I, I know. I saw that. So it's agred. <laughs> it's it's the new one. It's agred. Um. 
for you, for the people who don't know what we're talking about, me and Cody, um, we contact through Skype and we're ta- we're typing and I tell him that we need to wrap up. And this is a nice little segue for us to wrap up, but I type in, we need to wrap up. He types agred and then he types agred again with an apostrophe or with the, uh, Whatever the fuck that is, the uh, ampersand. Oh, it's not an ampersand. Asterisk. Yeah, the asterisk. He he types it again with the asterisk, trying to say that that was the corrected version. So he misspelled it twice, and once he actually said he corrected the misspelling. So with that being said, Cody, are do you have any closing words? Well, zig heil to the grammar Nazi, and uh. Hopefully y'all y'all have a y'all have a week. Do you have any do you have anything you need to leave anybody with? Um don't do drugs. Amen. It's getting cold outside. I need to eat some hot soups to warm me up. Nothing makes me hotter than finding my way over to BSpodcast.us Stroking my fingers across their Facebook page or listening to them via iTunes. Also, Stitcher. Oh yeah, they have all the right moves and oral pleasure. (sighs) Oh my. Oh goodness. I know you're John fingering to my voice. Worst case scenario, Cody can fix all of this in editing.